space is about setting up a life that supports you. Because I really believe that a part of wealth is about being able to control and maximize your time. Hey there, it's Patrice Washington, America's Money Maven and the creator of the Redefining Wealth podcast. I'm super excited, as usual, to have you back with me for another edition of Redefining Wealth and super excited to get into this next pillar. But before I talk about pillar number three, which is space, I want to do a little recap for those of you who are new here. Again, I'm known as America's Money Maven, and I've been known in the media as a personal finance expert for quite some time. But the truth is, I started to get a little, what's the word? Let's say frustrated or irritated with being invited to all these opportunities where I had to just talk in these quick sound bites and give you little personal finance nuggets that you've heard before. You know, uh, don't spend everything that you make and save for a rainy day and make sure you budget and all that stuff is true, but it's not the full story. And so I want you to really go back and listen to episode one, because if you hear my full story um, from growing up in South Central Los Angeles to graduating from college and launching what became a seven figure business, then losing it all, scraping up change in the recession, sleeping on my brother's couch in 2009 to now sitting on the couch across the from some of your favorite personalities like Steve Harvey, like Dr. Oz, on a bunch of platforms, a four-page spread in Essence Magazine. All of that stuff has been great. But what I do know is that none of that was manifested because I was chasing money. And so I was really challenged this year in particular I'm kind of a spiritual challenge, if you will, to tell the full truth about my journey to becoming America's money maven and being completely restored and living the life that I live today. And I just got really frustrated with seeing so many people who have these wonderful platforms, but they don't tell you the truth. It's the same hustle hard, you know, keep grinding, use your passion. And all of that is true. But again, it's like, what does that really mean? So if you didn't hear episode one, I broke down why I created the six pillars. And the first pillar was fit. And I really need you to go back and listen to that because it's the foundation for everything that I talk about. And the fit pillar is not only about being just physically fit for the sake of being physically fit or cute in a bikini or looking good at the beach. It's about understanding that there is a vision and a call on your life and you have a responsibility to protect and nurture the vessel that you were given to execute that vision. And one of the things that I've seen over and over again is people praying for opportunities that they can't even physically sustain. And not only can they not physically sustain it, there's also a mental fitness portion to this too. So you really have to go back because again, There are so many things that come with wealth, that come with success, that might come with the fame or notoriety that you want. And you also have to be mentally prepared to handle that. Not only that, your wealth is so connected to you dealing with probably some of the trauma from your past because none of us are exempt. We all have struggles and battles. We've all been through things just because that's the nature of life. But a lot of times we don't check that stuff and then it prevents us from getting checks (laughs) later on in life. And so a part of this whole experience is going to be a lot of me sharing my my life, my own stories, my struggles, my journey, in addition to sharing stories from some of your favorite 
entrepreneurs, authors, speakers, thought leaders, executives, athletes, entertainers. I am bringing any and everyone I can find who has some measure of grace success because I want to ask him the hard questions and get the truth about wealth because I'm pretty sure that when we dig deep, we're going to get past those surface level answers, grind hard, follow your passion, you know, all that stuff. So make sure you go back to the first pillar. And the second pillar was all about people. It's about creating relationships that matter. And in that, I mean, you really want to hear some of the stories that I tell, especially maybe you'd be interested in hearing how I became the money maven of the Steve Harvey Morning Show. I didn't ask and it wasn't an overnight thing. Pretty great story that really undergirds what I believe, which is there's always someone watching you who has the power to bless you. But what are they watching you do? Who are they watching you be? And so go back and listen to that. But today, I want to jump into the third pillar, which is space. And space is about setting up a life that supports you. Because I really believe that a part of wealth is about being able to control and maximize your time. And time, as you know, I'm sure is your most valuable asset, right? We've all heard um, time is money. But the thing is, so many of us don't set our lives up, our environment, our space up to support us. So we end up wasting a lot of time and therefore messing with our money. And many of the wealthy folks that I know, that I've spoken to, that I've interviewed myself, have so many systems in place to help them operate at their maximum capacity. It's so important. I mean, there are stats out there. Maybe you've heard this already, but Newsweek put out a stat that says the average American wastes 55 minutes a day. That's like 12 days a year. We're talking two weeks. That could be your vacation time. Looking for things that they own but can't find. And then Forbes says the typical executive wastes 150 hours a year. That's almost an entire month searching for lost information. Now, I know I'm not the only one who really failed at um, <laughs> setting up their Dropbox with the right system from the get-go. I can't be the only one who knows you have something digitally, but it takes you a while to search for it. You don't remember how you saved it. There was no system in place. I literally had to start from scratch uh, in Evernote. That's a whole nother story. We'll get to that in one episode. I'll teach you my new system. But oh my gosh, you know, that means that you're losing thousands of dollars a year. We're losing so much time. We're losing money. We're losing energy. And those are all things that you need to redirect towards you building wealth. And one of the things that I've learned from working with people over the years is that the average person doesn't just misplace things. Not about just setting something down in the wrong place and forgetting it. That's some of it. But another reason we can't find things is because it's usually hidden by some form of clutter. Oh, somebody say, ouch. It's usually hidden by some form of clutter. And here's what I believe. I believe that clutter is the physical manifestation of confusion in the mind. Let me say that again. Clutter is the physical manifestation of confusion in the mind. Every time I feel stuck in an area of my life, when I really take a step back and examine the physical areas around, I realize, okay, this energy is getting stuck because this area is messy. For example, when I used to work with people one-on-one -on -one doing personal finance coaching, most people who would not have a clue about their finances also didn't know where any of their financial documents were. There was a direct correlation. Like if I asked a question about their bills or their credit score or any of that stuff, and I started to tell folks, and I took them through this system. I'd say, look, 
We can't get your financial life in order if your financial documents are scattered all over the place. If you have some of your bills in a magazine you were reading at the hair salon, and you've got some in a junk drawer in the kitchen, and then you leave some mail just in the mailbox. Some of you guys don't even check the mail. right? Or it's in a car, it's on your desk at work. You have things everywhere. There's no system. Of course, your financial life feels out of control. Of course it does. But then let's go to something, even like what I deal with on a weekly basis in my home office. Sometimes I sit down wanting to record something or wanting to write, you know, for my books or for a blog post or something. And I start feeling stuck and I, you know, just really irritating. It's like, I know what I want to say, but the words aren't quite coming out right. And then I take a look around and guess what I usually find? A little pile somewhere that I haven't dealt with. I travel a lot. So there might be all the mail that everyone thinks that I'm the only person in the family that likes to open mail or something. So there's a pile of mail, junk mail included. There's stuff around. There's things that I use to travel with. They haven't been put back up yet. And so as soon as I start to clear that, the flow comes back. Because when you look at this little, these little piles of clutter, For me, they're little piles. For you, it could be an entire garage. It could be a storage unit. It could be your closet. It could be all that stuff that you have piled up on your kitchen counter. But the truth is that energy and creativity get stuck. There's things that get stuck. There's no flow. And money is currency. So every time you feel yourself being stuck, you got to go, where's the clutter, right? Like, where is the energy that I normally would have to put into this task or that I want to have to put into getting my finances in order. I really have to look around. And I can't tell you, I was on a speaking tour, Steve Harvey's Act Like a Success Experience speaking tour this summer. And I was sharing this on the stage. We did four cities, Dallas, LA, Chicago, and DC. Every city I left, I ended up having someone say, I went home and cleaned up my office, or I cleaned out my closet, or I cleaned out my car. And every one of those people had a success story about how they had this divine download of information or an opportunity came to them or they found money. (laughs) They found checks in the envelopes that they had been avoiding because they thought there were only bills in the mail. Like there is so much that comes out of this. Your wealth is connected to you getting rid of the clutter so that you have the freedom to create, so you have the freedom to think, so you have the freedom to manifest whatever it is that you need in your life, in your business, whatever. And when the environment is out of whack, that energy just gets stuck. There's no flow. There's different ways that we can talk about setting up your life to support you. And we're going to do that in this podcast. That's one of the pillars. And those are some of the topics we'll cover. Organization for different areas of your life, whether that be digitally or physically. You know, we'll talk about beautification. I really believe that there's a link to you really enjoying and loving the space that you're in. You know, when I lost everything and I went from the 6,000 square foot home to a 600 square foot box, I call it, in Metairie, Louisiana, my daughter was a baby. And I remember finding a Target gift card from her baby shower. And we didn't really have much money. We were getting eviction notices, water cutoff notices, electricity cutoff notices. I mean, when I tell you this was a bad time in my life, it was a bad time. And I could have used this $50 Target gift card for anything. But can I tell you the truth? And you might judge me. I don't care. The truth is I took that $50 gift card. I went to the Target right near where we lived. If you're from New Orleans area on Veterans Memorial, 
over in that area, went to that Target, and I got a shower curtain and some nice little rugs and this little container to hold our toiletries and a few towels and washcloths. And when my husband got home, I made up, it was red, black, and white, never forget, I made up this little teeny tiny bathroom so nicely, right? Because I wanted us to have a space in this itty bitty apartment that we could go into and just exhale. Like we could go in there and just feel like, okay, this is a nice space. Doesn't matter that this isn't the best neighborhood and we hate what's going on outside this door, but in here, there's there's some room to breathe. I kept that teeny tiny apartment so clean and so nice. And I remember when people from our church would come over, you know, we had the nerve to be trying to entertain in there. Listen, (laughs) the Washingtons love to entertain, but they would come over and I would have candles lit and have it smelling good and clean and just feeling good because I don't care what's going on outside the door. I understood even in that time that a part of me getting back to where I had come from had to be about me honoring the space that I was in. So there was no room for clutter. There was no room for disorganization. There was no room to allow things to just be ugly and out of place. Because the other thing is, I really believe in gratitude, staying in a space of gratitude. And from what I've observed is when you take care of your space, you tend to value that space more, right? You value that space more. You, you show more gratitude for that space. And gratitude is a wealthy habit because when you're walking in gratitude and, and just trying to be the best you can be despite the circumstances, you get to attract more of the same because I believe that when we whine and complain, we repel success, we repel wealth, we repel money. But when we speak words of gratitude, what we verbalize, we magnify and we magnetize in our own life. We get more of that. And so even in that little space, I was committed to using my $50 gift card to make that space as beautiful as I possibly could. And I believe that that was a planting of the seed to get back to where I am today. The other thing is, I believe that when you value your space that way, you start to really observe who you allow in that space, right? Like you start to allow who gets to be in your life, who gets to be around you. When our space is in disarray, we don't don't take care of it. So we don't really care about who comes in and out. It's kind of like, oh, you want to come over? Cool. Oh, sure. You want to stop by? Cool. But when you have created a space that is organized, that is clutter-free, that is beautiful, where the energy is right, it's smelling good, it's feeling good, you got your music on, you don't want any old body to come and interrupt that space. Let me tell you, you come to my house uninvited, you're going to stand in the doorway, pretty sure, unless we have a great freaking relationship. I don't allow anyone just to walk through the threshold, you know, because this is my sacred space. This is where I get to create this podcast and my videos are shot in my home uh, that you see on YouTube every Tuesday. And so much of the work that I create, so much of the work that my husband does is done in our space. So many of the people who support us in our businesses, you know, we do that in this space. This is sacred ground. And I treat it as such. So if you treat your space as sacred ground, if you treat that environment that way, then that means you also start to protect any and everyone, protect yourself from any and everyone who wants to just intrude in that space, right? And so space is such a big part, such a big part of your wealth, 
Because when you are at your best, when you can get to the things that you need to get to carefree, right? When you don't have to run around like a chicken with your head cut off, looking for this and looking for that and getting frustrated and being upset, your mind is not cluttered. Your mind has the freedom to create magic, to make some really phenomenal things happen. To think about who are the people that you need to partner with or what are the opportunities that you need to go after. That space is important. And some of the stuff that we're going to talk about is how you protect that space, how you set up that space to support you, how to make sure that your environment flows and that the energy is right and that you can be your absolute best self. Because we know that time is money and you don't have any more time or money to waste. So that is a part of the pillars for redefining wealth. So I really want to get your feedback. I want to hear what you think about space. Like, have you been protecting your space? Have you been deliberate about either letting people in or keeping some folks out of that special sacred space? Let's definitely talk about it. Connect with me at patricewashington.com. I want you to subscribe and look out for the next pillar. Like I said, if you haven't listened to pillars one and two, please go back. Please go back. You need that foundation. And please tune back in for pillar number four, which is all about faith. One that I'm super, super, it's more than excitement. I'm honored to get to share that pillar with you because it's been such uh, a foundational piece of who I am and the success I have. And um, so subscribe, leave an honest review. This is new to me. This whole podcasting thing is new to me at this point. And so I want your feedback. I'm coachable. I want it to be as amazing as possible. So you can leave honest feedback. You can tell me some of the stuff you look forward to hearing about in this pillar or any of the other pillars. And make sure to connect with me on social media. I'm at Seek Wisdom PCW everywhere, at Seek Wisdom PCW, and that's on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So until next time, here's my wish for you, that you live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.